Hello, human peoples. You're listening to the podcast network of Gamefully Unemployed. Support us and gain access to great exclusive podcasts like Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and our latest show, Spiel Boys. Head over to patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. We do game streaming, movie nights with our patrons every Friday night, and you can even commission your own podcast about anything you want. Literally anything, within reason, and we have to do it. You are quite frankly out of excuses not to go visit patreon.com slash gamefullyunemployed. That's patreon.com slash G-A-M-E-F-U-L-L-Y unemployed, which is spelled like it sounds. We're doing it. We're weighing uh, in on the Matrix. We're, we're jacking back in. Yeah, we are. We're going to dress like goth fucking vampires. Hell <laughs> yeah. My name is David Bell. My name is Tom Ryman. And we just watched The Matrix. Semetrix <laughs> sounds like a cold medicine. We can't see it. But we're all trapped inside these strange repeating loops. Billions of people just living out their lives. Oblivious. But this is the moment for you to show us what is real. Ah, Matrix. The Matrix, Dave. The Matrix. The Matrix. I know we're a little late to the party, folks. Yeah. A little bit (laughs) late. A couple weeks late. Uh, You know. I'm I'm okay because now everybody has seen it, right? So everybody... Everybody coming into this, you're all you're all matrixed up. Mm-hmm. All, we're all wearing all, we're all wearing our tiny sunglasses and our coats. Yeah, our long coats, our motorcycle boots. We're all looking pretty chill. Yeah, pretty so chill. We're is... all looking like industrial music ghouls. <laughs> oh God, are we? Mm-hmm. This is uh, or or where we have that like the Zion look. It's one or the other, right? Right, which is a lot of sweaters. <clears throat> a lot of sweaters. Yeah. Uh, uh boy this is the fourth matrix yeah and it kind of came and went but when it yeah. was here it was divisive was it i yeah film I, twitter i I, I, uh, I I unplugged from the matrix uh for for the two weeks that that we took off uh i i, saw I, I, I stayed off the internet <laughs> yeah so i i guess i saw a lot of passionate hate for it and I saw a lot of less passionate support for it. Uh, and I have been wondering what you were going to think of this movie. Because you said, like, you've never been really a Matrix fan. You didn't no. really like the sequels, right? Nope. I, I, in point of fact, I, did, I disliked the sequels. Right. And so uh, this movie felt to me like the sequels, which is why I'm going to ask, uh, how did you like this movie? I thought it was fine. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> We both think it was fine. I thought it was fine. Yeah. I mean, like, I, again, I, the Matrix is not sacred to me. So it's, I came into this movie um, and I think it's, you know, very intentionally, uh, it, it pretty closely mirrors the first Matrix film. Um, yeah. Because it is a soft reboot that it, it grabs you by the ears and says that into your face for about the first half hour. My impression is that Lana Wachowski did not want to make this movie. No, very obviously, no. Yeah. It, yeah. It, the, the film makes it very clear that 
she was told in no uncertain terms, look, we're going to make a fourth Matrix. You can either be a part of it or not. She's like, all yeah, right, exactly. Fine. Well, if I'm going to do it, then I'm going to make it a corny love story. And they're like, all right. Right. Yeah, and that's what, like, and that's what we, she did. And it's fine. Yeah. That's the thing is, uh, yeah. The Warner Brothers is just like, just make a Matrix. And it's like, all right, I'm going to directly make fun of you mm-hmm. and your writer's room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're like, that's fine. We don't give a we, shit. It's we the Matrix. literally don't care. We just want a movie that we can slap the Matrix four onto. Yeah, we de- we desperately need a win here. Yeah. Just make a Matrix. So I will say that a lot like the original Matrix, um, the uh, for me anyway, the front half of this movie is way more interesting than the back half, and I, I feel that way about the original Matrix. Uh, which oh, is yeah. which is one reason why I don't re even though I enjoyed the first Matrix I don't rewatch it a lot because it for me it really falls off in the second half and this movie kind of does the same uh, for well, me I don't know like it stop it's, it stops being interesting because the first half of the movie is you're trying to figure out what's going on and that's like exactly. the most engaging part of it I think this is the affliction that is the Matrix for a lot of people is that the first movie. Uh, was really the only movie that did one specific thing, which was be a surreal mystery. Yeah. Uh, where you're trying to figure out exactly what the fuck is going on. And from the perspective of not knowing they're in a computer, and at the time, there yes, there were several movies that had already tackled this idea, yeah. but at the time it wasn't a big, it wasn't a popular idea. It wasn't a, it wasn't idea. a big mainstream idea. No, yeah. The Matrix made the, it mainstream. Right. The idea of hacking a, a, a VR simulation seems like magic. And it was really cool to learn like, oh, that's what's happening. That's really clever yeah. and, and fun. And after that, you really couldn't make that film again. And I, this is why I like the sequels, because I don't like they, they knew yeah. going into the sequels. And I think the Wachowskis never wanted to make more than one Matrix for the reason it's, you're describing. It's very clear. The first Matrix ends. And I think we've talked about this on podcasts before. But yeah, it's the first Matrix is is pretty self-contained. It, it ends with him flying off into the sky. So it's like, where do we go from here? Like, it, exactly. seems, it seems clear that they did not make it. I mean, it seems like they weren't it, even sure they were going to get the movie made in the first place, let alone that it would have sequels. So the, that first film is really a, a single story. Yeah, you could argue that him flying off means that Neo won. Yes. And that's the thing. is like, that's it. That's the that's victory. It. He's that's freeing mind. Yeah. He's unstoppable uh, now. They cannot stop him. Yeah. So the, then, of course, it got so huge that they had to make more. Yeah. So what they made after that, in my opinion, are fantasy films. Fantasy epics. Yeah. They're, uh, they're these weird sci-fi fantasy epics. Yeah. Yeah. And I like those for what they are. Uh, they, are they as good as the first one? No, uh, of course not. And and you know I don't blame anybody for not liking those films because boy are they long and boring at times. They're uh, they're uh, they're really long winded. They're especially that yeah. second one is so is so bloated with uh, yeah. just every idea that they had. Which I love the Wachowskis because they're so original and they take such huge swings. A, and because of that, a lot of their swings don't connect. Uh, yeah. And there's a lot of those. There's a lot of whiffs for me in, in the ma- in the second Matrix, especially. For sure. But, uh, uh, you know, they, they're still they're they're throwing every idea they got into those sequels. Uh, they're I, they're I original. Also, I'll give them that. <laughs> those, those sequels I, are original movies. <laughs> I like the second Matrix because 
so this is it's the other aspect of the matrix which is this just that it's cool i think it's cool uh i don't care like the the first movie really seemed to cover all the 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 the, the psychological the, mm-hmm. the the cool sci-fi aspect so when they made the sequel i like i appreciate that they were like so let's just write a list of things that would be cool to see in the matrix and then let's do those things because we have the huge budget <laughs> and dave so, dave ghosts were on that list ghosts were on that list yeah. but also neo fighting just a cluster of people uh a car chase yeah the, the 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 yeah the ghosts that that lobby fight which is looks really good um another aspect i think of the matrix that makes the first one something you can't recreate is the cgi aspect which is that matrix 4 is now made in a world where you can do anything you want at any point in any movie. Mm-hmm. So how do you impress people? You know, like I remember even the second Matrix seeing the shot of the agent jumping on a car and smashing it and being like, I've never seen that before. I've never seen that in a film. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and so it's sort of as the movies went on, we lost that as well. Uh, yeah. So the question is, when you make a fourth Matrix, both of those elements are gone. Uh, so what do you do? And, and, and so like, it really feels like there's no wrong answers because this movie shouldn't exist. Yeah. Uh, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I liked, I liked the idea of the computer, like just, it's, it desperately trying to keep Neo, uh, trapped in this treadmill loop, uh, and, and the different, and the way to do that is to, is to just address address who he is head on by making like so they have him as a computer programmer that has programmed this this huge like very popular matrix video game that's literally just the first three films so so that's and that's their way of controlling him is is having everything he experienced be in this world that he's in only it's a video game he created so there's this constant war in his mind over what's real uh and that's a really interesting way to keep a person trapped (laughs) It was so that was the biggest surprise to me is that the meta in this film is logical within the plot Mm -hmm. because, yeah, so the idea is that both Trinity and Neo uh, died at the end of the third one. Their bodies were resurrected. And that sequence where they're showing them like get rebuilt is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's sweet. Yeah. Uh, And so they basically like the the bots weren't done with them they were like these are anomalies we're not going to just let them die so that motivation made sense i also like that this movie it starts by asking a bunch of questions like why would they keep you alive and stuff mm-hmm. and i fully expected them to mystery box it but no they no they, they answer don't it. and that's one thing i liked about the matrix even though uh, the original matrix anyway even though the first half of the movie is built on a sort of mystery box like the movie doesn't leave any unanswered question like it answers not every at question. all yeah, yeah. I would argue so did this one. Yeah, uh, as, I, I yeah. agree. I mean, there's still so, some, there's still some stuff that doesn't quite like. I'm still not entirely sure what the state of the world is. I like the reveal yes. that I like the reveal that the machines started fighting each other over their resources. <laughs> yes, I, <laughs> I was really, like, oh, so, perfect, they've become us. But like, I'm unclear because they tell Neo when they pull him out, uh, and they have Jada Pinkett Smith in honestly really good old old person makeup. Yeah, she looks great. Like, it was so good that I had to look up to see if it was her. Right. Um, They do this thing where, I thought this was a neat idea, is they make it take place something like 60 years later. about 60 years later, yeah. Neo and uh, Trinity don't look 60 years, like, 
they do this thing where it's like, yeah, they've been keeping you in more of a stasis. You've been aging slower. Yeah. Uh, it was a good way of handling, like, how do we, yeah, how do we age everybody in a we- in an interesting way? Mm-hmm. Anyway, go on. Um, so Jada Pinkett Smith, uh, they they boost uh, Neo out of of the Matrix again, and he's in the new Zion, which is called Io, um, which is advanced, and it's where like a bunch of uh, what do they call them, synthients, uh, yeah. ro- robots, and humans live together. Um, including one of the AIs, I'm pretty sure is is the Italian uh, enforcer that Tony Soprano picks up in season two. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that was him. I have to go look it up. Oh, you're right. I know what you're talking about. The guy working on the strawberry. Yes, I forget his yeah. I forget his name in the Sopranos, but he's a real fucking badass in the yeah. Sopranos. And then there are sidekick machines with who are less, let's face it, Star Wars characters. Yeah, they're all Star but, Wars characters, but I, like I, I, it's fine. So my question is: is I don't understand that Neo pointedly asks a question that everybody, and this is another meta thing in this movie. This movie is extremely meta, both towards yeah. the Matrix and towards franchise, the franchise culture and legacy sequels in general, uh, because yeah. it asks the big question that a lot of people asked of The Force Awakens, where Neo just flat out says, D- I feel like nothing we did mattered. Right. Uh, and so, but but then uh, Jada Pinkett Smith, whose character's Ni- Niobe, I think is her name, uh, tells him, well, no, it did matter. See, we all, like, the we built this city together, us and the machines. But that's as far as they explain. So I'm still unclear as to whether like humans co co like exist alongside the machines is sort of like right. an uneasy two separate states, but like the robots are still using human uh cloned human slaves to power themselves. Or right. but like Jada Pinkett Smith keeps talking about staying hidden from the Sentinels. So it seems like they are still like like human beings are still slaves. So I was I was yes. that's the part that's the only part of the movie that I that I didn't that's the only question I feel like the movie didn't satisfactorily answer. Is I agree. What is the state of the world right now? I have some. I have guesses, but I generally agree. My my guess is that at the end of the um, first Matrix, or last Matrix rather, they say like basically the Oracle asks um, the architect like what. So what are you going to do? What of the people who want to leave? And he said they'll be freed, obviously. But I think it's framed that way of what about the people who want to leave? So I think the idea is that the Matrix continues, yeah. but they will be allowed to free minds at their... Because it's like, who wants to live in the real world? Yeah, the real honestly? world fucking sucks. I would rather yeah. be in the... Ma- I am Cypher all the way. I would exactly. rather be in the goddamn Matrix. <laughs> yeah, and I think the idea is in the first Matrix is the machines are like, no exceptions. Yeah. And now they're like, okay, we'll work with you on this. Uh, and so I think there's... Because it is framed as like, people still don't know they're in the Matrix, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it's because... There's like, I think it's the idea that after Neo and Trinity, like in Morpheus, there's, there's clearly different, uh, factions of humans and robots who have different views of what the freedom means. Right. Yes. So like, um, it's very, it can can be very cruel for some people. So they have to, the whole point of the movie is that Trinity has to decide to be freed herself. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's the idea is like Neo and Trinity are more extremists too. They're like, no, we're going to, li- you know, as she said, paint rainbows in the sky because they're like, we don't give a fuck if people, we, people leave the matrix. Uh, as 
where there's more of like moderates, I think, who are like, no, we're living out here in Zion or IO, but like we're not trying to like take down the machines anymore. We're just trying to survive and stay away from them and they stay away from us, I think is the idea. Because, yeah, they I really appreciate, by the way, the thing you talked about, which is it really feels like Lana Wachowski. She like thought of all these had all the same gripes we do with reboots. And like, I like that it mattered, like the last films mattered, that things are different. Mm -hmm. Uh, That was like. That was I. I'm very glad they addressed that. Um, I don't know if it was different enough, but I think yeah, that's the idea. Is that after the war, the machines sort of not every machine liked the truce. There was internal conflicts with the machines. They went to war with each other. Humans sort of had their own internal conflicts as well, and so everything's fucked. That's what it seems like. Is like the they she says like a new faction took over in the machines, and I think they're less. Uh, willing to work with humans so i think that's why the sentinels and stuff like that where they're like we can't be seen because the the new machine government essentially took back the truce that's what it feels like but there's but there's clearly like now a faction of machines Mm -hmm. that work with the humans they don't explain it well. They don't explain it well. Yeah, that's. I think we. Yeah, we can just leave it at that. Uh, I, yeah. I, I. Real quick, I looked it up. Uh, the the character from The Sopranos is named Furio. It is not the same guy, but it, wow. just, it really looked a lot like him. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> anyway, we can move on from that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I, I I did like the explanations for the most part. Part I just sort of assumed what I was saying that it's like, well, they didn't all leave the matrix it was confusing at first because they it's the movie doesn't start in the matrix it starts in a modal uh which then like i i thought where neo was because they kept talking about it mm-hmm. i thought that's where neo was at first he kind of but is. no he, he's in the main matrix though he's just sort of he's in, he's in a separate loop within the matrix. like i think he is in a modal within the matrix because oh really yeah because remember uh they we sh- were shown that bugs kind of woke up when she saw Keanu kill himself and they keep remember they keep changing what he looks like what his avatar looks like like I thought it's the same look no it's a different uh, one like when he steps okay, when he steps ch- off the roof he's a bald guy right 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 uh, so it's so I think he keeps trying to break out like he he st- there's we're, we eventually learned that at one point he stepped off the roof of his company because he was going to fly like he did at the end of the first Matrix. And Bugs saw this happen and she says, but you never fell. So it's like right. the, the Matrix kind of clipped that bit out and reset it. And she saw that happen. Uh, and right. They, and, and that's they, what freed her mind. <clears throat> right. And they put him back in the same loop. They just changed what his outward skin was. So I think he is trapped in a modal. And then he made his own modal to to free Ma- to free Morpheus from the Matrix. Right, the Morpheus stuff makes as much sense as it needs to. Is that Neo like subconsciously made this modal uh, on his computer within the Matrix, where he left like it open? Yeah, and it's and it's it's the loop of he like mixed Agent Smith and Morpheus together. Yeah, uh, it's and, the loop like, of the put first, all these elements first the trilogy. Game. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they find it, uh, people from IO, and they free the Morpheus in there. And the Morpheus in there is programmed to find Neo. And so that that Morpheus does what he's been programmed to do. He has to find Neo. 
Uh, and that's why Morpheus is played by someone else, because it's a different... It's the game version it's of a, Morpheus. It's a different iteration, and that's the same reason Smith is played by somebody else. Yeah. <clears throat> um, because, yeah, that's the other thing the machines does. They trapped Smith in with Neo. They basically took all these elements of the first films, and they put them in this contained area to sort of study and keep them... Like, they wanted to keep it alive, but they don't want them to be a danger. So they created the situation where the Matrix is a video game that Neo created so that all his memories, he's basically being gaslit yes. into thinking like, no, you had a you had a psychotic break and you are that that those memories of it being real. No, you just you made this game and then you forgot that it was a game. And so that's what they're doing to him, which, yeah, I really liked. I thought that was a really cool idea. Yeah. Doogie Howser's there. Yeah. Um, he's the new, he's called the analyst. He's the new architect, basically. Yeah. He's the villain. Yeah. He, cre- uh, he created this new version of the Matrix, which is based entirely on Neo and Trinity. Right. And it's based off the idea that they found that they get more power out of humans by uh, torturing them, essentially, giving them almost the things they want and taking it away. So the relationship of Neo and Trili- Trinity, I keep almost calling her Trilogy, sure. uh, is is that he always sees her at a coffee shop, but she's married and has kids. Yeah, did you, so it's did this you longing. Know, did you notice who she's married to? No. Chad Stahelski. Who's that? He's the stunt coordinator from the original Matrix. He's the director of John oh! Wick. And his, na- his name is literally Chad. Yeah. <laughs> I think I read that actually and yeah. forgot about it. That's great. So yeah. She's married to the director of John Wick. Married to the, and, and Keanu's stunt guy uh, and, and coordinator from the original Matrix. Yeah. That's cool. Um, <clears throat> yeah. I, so I, it's the weirdest thing is the stuff that I really liked about this movie is the plot. Yeah. Um, I really like the, the romance because it's always been about Trinity and Neo. Even yes. if you don't want it, even if people don't want it to be, that's what her it's na- about. Her name is Trinity. Yeah. Like it's, it's the, you know, it's all the Bible references in the original film. Like they're on the Nebuchadnezzar, uh, you know, it's, yeah, it's, 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 yeah. Like it was yeah. all like, yes, she was, uh, it was, it was always the, the, the three of them, honestly. Um, yeah. but, uh, yes. It it was always right there. So yeah, if anybody making like, oh, they made the Matrix woke, I've seen a few of that, which is just just delightfully hilarious. It's like, you realize what the Matrix is, right? Right. (laughs) And who made it. (laughs) Yeah. They they briefly touch on the trans allegory, which from what I've heard was not actually the intent of the first Matrix. No. It just kind of naturally came out. Because the directors I've also, I've read are the same trans, thing. yeah, 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 and and so it's like later it was like, oh yeah, we did kind of make a trans allegory, didn't we? Uh, of course we did. <laughs> like yeah. we weren't even thinking about it, uh, and so they they bring it up here briefly. I didn't, yeah, none of the meta stuff really bothered me, which no. is funny because it's very in your face. Um, because they have that writer's room with, run by Christina Ricci, who is, who is underused. Who is in one scene of this movie. Yeah, I remember hearing she was cast, and I was like, ooh, and then that. That's it. It's so like, that she's ah, in a fuck. single scene. Yeah. That, that's, my, that's my only, honestly, my only gripe with this movie. Uh, be, you know, I, we, we addressed the, the unanswered, the, the, the big unanswered question, which isn't a huge deal, but it is just a little confusing. 
um, because I like to understand you know when, yeah. when you when you get into like a weird dense sci-fi universe i kind of like to understand everything about what's going on and that, and that part's still unclear to me but the, the my only real gripe about this movie is that it really does feel like a bunch of positioning to to start a new franchise of course yeah so it it, it of so course it, it, is. it ends up As feeling it feels it feels a little incomplete <clears throat> yes I, that's what i was uh, yeah i want to still talk about the stuff i liked but we i want to get into why it's just okay yeah um and one of the reasons is i i felt generally underwhelmed yes because uh they they do all this stuff at the front and i i do think they could have dialed back the meta a little bit um not it didn't have to be dialed back too much but those characters in that boardroom were like all right settle the fuck down you know like the caricatures of like love like entertainment millennials got a little cartoonish um, which is still acceptable because they're they're programs in a matrix. So yeah, and know. then they show them repeating themselves too, and that's yes, they that do. is intentional. And that's the point. Yeah, 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 because it's he's in on a treadmill. Yes, um, everything's the same, etc. And so I get it, but it's it's very it's 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 on there real thick. But I did I did enjoy it because it's showing yeah. a room full of people all saying what the matrix is and they're all kind of right um yes. but they're also all a room full of people telling the person who created the matrix what the matrix is yeah uh, um, which, but, again, which is I think, again I still think, correct yeah i think that's based off a real event right i'm sure like that <laughs> that feels like lana wachowski writing in an actual meeting she had or several meetings well, I, we've had these conversations too like one of the character goes like all right honestly the thing that people think of when you say the matrix is bullet time and i'm like i have had this conversation um yeah and it's it's i mean it's not wrong because that's part of art is 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 listening to what other people like this is what the matrix is to me uh, and yeah. it's got to kind of touch all those bases. But then at the same time, you're thinking, it's like, wow, I'm the person that made this. And these people are all telling me what the matrix is it's like, well, no, it's this is what it is for me. But so they're they're, yeah. they're all none. Of, like I said, none of them are wrong, but it's like it, I, I really enjoyed that, like all these people trying to wrap their minds around what exactly the matrix is. Right. Uh, and, and sort of like telling us right up front, this is a fucking impossible task that we're about to embark upon. How do we make yeah, a new exactly. matrix? <laughs> yeah. How do we? Um, one <clears throat> final thing I really liked was the uh, new version of the agents, which is the bots. Bots, yeah. The swarm, the idea of a swarm. I love when they all start dropping out of the building. That buildings. was one of the, like, when you said earlier, the age from the sequels, the original sequels, the agent slamming down in a car, and like, that's something I've never seen in a film before. That was probably the big moment from this one for me, where they yep. have all of the, the drones diving headlong out of skyscrapers as missiles to try to knock Neo and Trinity off their motorcycles or having a chase to the city. That was really cool. <laughs> I really like that. Because that was a the, cool the, idea. And the bots are still, I think, I can't tell if they're people they or are. not. Yeah, they are people, but they just, they get, it's the same way an agent takes you over. They get taken over with a, with like a programming. Mm -hmm. And so they don't act like, they're like zombies. They don't, yeah, and they don't become the agents like they do in the original. Yeah, just their eyes change. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was a great idea. And yeah. I thought that was like, oh, what a good update. Um uh, I, I also liked how they treated Agent Smith because honestly, 
I there there was I'm sure there was an instinct to be like and Smith is back and he's the big bad guy and we got to get Hugo weaving and it's sort of like no Smith's time has come and passed like he's sort of a side character in this mm-hmm. uh, which I thought was interesting he's just too. Like, he's just like a and that's sort of what he became in the sequels too where he's just this chaotic presence right that just wants out of this program because he hates it there yeah. Yeah, by the way, all the agents always in every movie look like they just smelled a fart. Oh, yeah. And I remembered Smith talks about how he hates the smell. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if that's intentional of like, always look like you're you're at the dump, you know, that you're I think, just I think in so. a sewer. I think so, because they're doing a distasteful task. Yeah. Right? Like they don't yeah, like they hate it. dealing with with the cattle basically. It's it's a it's a it's a menial task. It's a degrading it's a low right. level job for these computers these programs to have to perform. That's true. So yeah, I'm um, sure that's intentional. <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean and that's that, that's like Smith's motivation. That's his entire character is I hate this. I don't yeah. want to do this anymore. Um <clears throat> and I so I think what it is for me that made this movie not quite enough um was that one it is ultimately just the story of neo freeing trinity yeah and trinity getting neo powers which i loved that she gets gets to fly uh that because that's the next that's that is the next stage of the matrix is other people other people becoming neo Neo, yeah level um and of course it would start with her yeah um, but it does feel like there's an element of the plot that's just a little missing. And I don't, in terms of the story, I'm not sure what that is. Um, in terms, so the the thing we haven't talked about, and this is the part that underwhelmed me, is the action. The action, I would argue, is underwhelming in this, for the most part. I thought it was fine. That's the thing. It was just fine. Yeah. And I don't know. The, the... I think they. I think they played it safe because yeah the thing about the matrix and its action sequences were that they were doing these impossible things right like the the point of the matrix unlike a lot of action movies or like it like like okay so like unlike john wick it's like the polar opposite of john wick where the cool thing about john wick is the tight choreography and the flow and and how cool and grounded you know quote unquote grounded it is but still really innovative and interesting like the the point of the action in the matrix movies is that they're all impossible um yes. it's like watching the raid versus watching crouching tiger uh yes so yes I, so i think okay i i think they realize that it's uh, it, you just it, it's hard to surprise or dazzle or impress people with impossible action sequences right now so they kept them where they're still doing the cool matrix flips and stuff but it's it's a little more subdued and it's it's more quick uh, and it doesn't it doesn't really like luxuriate in them because it knows that you've seen them before and you've since the matrix has come out you've been watching these kinds of action sequences for 20 years now so it's like they yes. know they're not blowing your mind with this shit anymore I, uh so I, I, yeah yeah i know i'm asking for an impossible task yeah but i did want them to try to add a new thing to try to think okay we're doing the matrix four how do we get that shock and awe back because yeah the first matrix is um it was shit we had never seen before right. and by the third matrix i would say you still have that with the second matrix like the car chase sequence yeah uh, if you look at the behind the scenes of that and shit it's like wow they went above and beyond here um 
and then you get to the third one and it's that's sort of the moment where they're like yeah you've kind of seen everything we're doing anime you know like the the agent smith neophyte at the end is pretty spectacular <laughs> the but dra- dragon it, uh, ball c fight yeah yeah and that was something we hadn't really seen yet either which was like we're gonna do these super powered fights mm-hmm. they like also in the, this live action setting the third one takes place mostly outside of the matrix too yes it um, does. but when it is in the matrix it's it's that shit yeah um and then and then like we we're saying decades of superhero films happened um where we've seen superheroes fight uh we've seen everything there to, to see yeah um one of the things all the Matrix do have is practical effects, and this one was no different. Um, like uh, you could tell, like the car stuff, and you know there yeah. are definitely practical things. But yeah, that question of what do you do? Uh, I think it was a bunch. Uh, I, for me, this movie satisfied me in that aspect because I think they made they compromised by making a bunch of smaller offers. Like there's a bunch yeah. of smaller moments that are really cool. Like, I mean, there's the most obvious one is is the kind of time freezing where Neil Patrick Harris, like, literally says, this is our new bullet time. Yes. Um, so there's that's the biggest one, which is kind of cool. You know, it, it, it was OK. Um, it was a cool ability to give the villain to be like, oh, shit, like this, like. Right. They're, he's they're, using his own. Right. Thing there is him. still a threat here that they can't overcome just by being the baddest asses. Um, but then there were also a bunch of smaller moments like uh, some of the cool stuff when they're hopping through mobile portals. And you, you see a lot that of it in the fun. trailer. Yeah. But like when they when they go into the hallway and it rotates and like they go onto the train and they're throwing people th- uh, through the window out of the train and stuff like that the portals were definitely cool um and like like we I've, talked about the people diving out of the skyscraper to become just this sea of of uh projectile bodies uh rocketing down at at, at uh, neo and trinity in the middle of a car chase so i think it's mm-hmm. the compromise was doing a bunch of smaller things that were impressive but they don't they don't like like i said they don't luxuriate in those moments as much as they would have in in the right. original trilogy because they know they're not blowing your mind anymore they just Okay, it's like we know what we can we we we've perfected the technology after decades. Let's just try to do kind of cool things with it that aren't necessarily mind-blowing but would still have the effect of being like, "Oh, that was cool. That's a cool that's an interesting thing that I haven't really seen before." I don't even need it to be like a visual element. It it it's almost like I needed a new device mm-hmm. that was something I just like I, I think of a movie like Doctor Strange and how they handled that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's like, whoa, yeah. That is that was, like, yeah. In all, in all, like, that's not new technology. It's just a new visual uh, it's, it's playground. A, it's a new idea. Like, yeah, yeah. And I think this lacked that. Yes, it. Did. And I think it. <clears throat> it. They really should have thought about. Okay, we're dealing with the Matrix. We're dealing with now. We we've, like, what is some way we can blow people away visually? A new way to do that, a new weird, like surreal idea of how Neo fights these these people. I think that would have, like, I feel like I was missing that. The fights were good, but it also felt like they didn't do like the amount of training that they did in the other movies. Like there was a lot more cuts. It felt like to the action, a lot more stunt doubles. Yeah, uh, I think I, I, I'm just guessing. Um, but of course, most of this movie was produced during a pandemic. Uh, that might have yeah. s- might have something to do with it. It also probably didn't have the budget. The budget of I'm sure, yeah. The sequels, at least, probably of the first one. Um, so, like, it felt like they were, you know, a, like 
it was like not quite enough of what like it felt like they might have wanted to do more too um like it felt oddly small scale that's yeah that's my biggest gripe with the film is that it feels smaller than i expected even though that first the first half of the movie i think i really enjoyed um and it kind of narrows its focus and narrows its scale some towards the end which is strange you would think it would do the opposite um yeah and yeah like, like it, it take, yeah it, it feels weirdly small and 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 weirdly incomplete yeah like the ending sequence taking place at the fucking coffee shop and it's like huh all right um i mean it but they had a narrative reason to take and, and it place was there. and it was the same you know it starts in the coffee shop which is like the lobby of the building where they rescue morpheus and then it becomes a car chase and then it ends on a building with helicopters it's like they're mirroring yeah. the first movie they are <clears throat> um but yeah, it did ultimately feel underwhelming in the sense, in the action, in the in the resolution too, in the ending mm-hmm. where they jump off. Um, Actually, which, I liked that moment though. Like they both, I love the moment. The moment is moment. really good. It's really good. Yeah, but there's yeah, there's clearly something missing from this. Yes, and I can't quite put my finger on what it is. It, I think uh, it's that feeling of of being incomplete, where it's still a lot of positioning. It's it's not as epic as we might have expected because the matrix the first matrix was pretty small and then of course yeah. the sequels got were just huge like you know like uh yeah, just it, crazy it, it, huge um and i think this is reverting back to for either because of thematic reasons or budgetary reasons or or a mixture of both it's kind of more in line with the first film where it's telling a, a smaller scale story that does yeah. have these these huge moments but ultimately is is pretty small scale and again like it's it's a lot of positioning for mm-hmm. potential sequels like Christina Ricci in her six lines of dialogue in this film literally says this is everything that we want to see in a matrix 4 and who knows how many more <laughs> like, right so it's they tell you up front like listen we're setting this up for maybe more i don't know We'll see. Right, and I think Lana is saying that very cynically yes. in the in the moment yeah. too of like and I guess we're going to make more. Uh and that's that that also is the whole problem with this movie is that this, and this is not a, anybody's fault but the studio is that it has the hobbit issues, which is that you make this three-part epic that concludes something and then they're like, "Man, let's go back." to a smaller story and everybody's kind of like or you know the uh fantastic beasts it's got that yeah it's got that stench on it where it's like we with the story ended (laughs) and it was the biggest story they did the biggest story and it ended and then they're like and here's some more and it's like yeah it's like it's like the six feet under reboot yeah "Hmm." yeah god damn i I don't that's (laughs) happening isn't it Uh uh-huh why would they do uh, that? I don't know. <laughs> um, but I, to be clear, this movie, Matrix Resurrections, is much, much better than The Hobbits or any of the Fantastic Beasts. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. Um, it's, it feels like it has more of a right to exist, for sure, but it still can't... Like, that's still a thing it's struggling with. Because, again, it's it. there's no version of this movie you could make that wouldn't have that problem. Right. It's because we told the big story. 
Yeah. You know, it's like going they, like like you said, it's going back and doing Rogue One after we've done the original Star Wars trilogy. It's like we did exactly. we did the big story. Right. Doesn't matter how good it is, uh it doesn't that where it exists in the larger scale. The only way to avoid that was something you had actually proposed, I think, at a hypecast, which is the reveal that everything is was still the within Matrix. the Matrix. Yeah. <laughs> um I think, and then that That would have bummed too many people out, I think. <laughs> I think so too. And I think well, it's not just that; is that's a harder sell. Yeah, this like the idea of what happened to Neo and Trinity didn't they die? They 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 don't go, they don't overcomplicate it. They're just like, eh, the machines rebuilt their bodies. They're the machines. Sure, they had their bodies. They fucking rebuilt them, plugged them back in the Matrix, and it's like, yeah, why not? That actually makes a lot of sense. That works uh, just fine. Well, yeah, and, and, it, so, and it does if you think about like the lore of the Matrix, where they you know Neo keeps happening throughout history and there's a bit that neil patrick harris says in this movie where like the architect from the original trilogy and most of the other machines wanted to just flush him and move on like yeah that was weird that this keeps happening and like he was the one that was like well no maybe maybe we should uh hang on to these two because uh this keeps happening uh maybe there's something to harnessing this anomaly and making it work for us so they like like the meta stuff we were saying earlier where it justifies itself within the logic of the story so does the improbability of bringing these two characters back to life we're like okay all right that makes sense okay yeah, the, the matrix is literally bleeding them dry yeah. just like yeah fuck it let's get everything we can i would have liked to see some advancements from the machines based on whatever they're doing with neo and trilogy trinity trinity <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> fucking trinity. hell dave um I would have liked to see like more of like, and this is what we got out of this. Uh, but that it's whatever. Yeah, um, that's fine. Like an anti neo. Fuck it. I mean, maybe. I mean, my honestly, my hat is off to them, uh, Lana and the two other screenwriters that she worked with for being able to to pull this off in a yes. way in a way that was like both logical and also satisfying as a story. Yeah. That's the, the the weird, the wildest thing about this is that it really does like all make enough sense. Yeah, it makes uh, it, it in a, in a movie that, like you like you pointed out, any Matrix Four would have to justify its existence. That's just yeah. that's you know when you're a sequel to a to a trilogy that was huge and told a well, complete story. It's like that's that's the there's no getting around that hurdle. Yes and no because uh. They do if Neo and uh, Trinity are back. They have to justify their existence. Mm-hmm. Well, I, think they, I they, think they do either way. But yeah. Well, because the Animatrix... See, honestly, that this is the problem, and I think it's, again, what Lana Wachowski had to face, which is they were probably like, we want to make a fourth Matrix, and you better believe we need the, the actors We need back. at least Keanu, yeah. Because you could make... You could make 20 matrixes. It's uh, this is the Star Wars. It's the Star problem. Wars problem, yeah. Yeah, they're, it's like stop making too, yeah. Right, where it's like there's got to be other people besides the Skywalkers who you could talk about. It's the same with this where it's like there are so many stories to tell in the Matrix. Uh if only they were allowed to not have Neo and Trinity. If only they could do a prequel, like a story of the previous the one or or just a side story. Like there's so many things they could do. Uh, it I would, would be really I would, fun to do. I would give any amount of money to see them do the story of Jesus as one of the ones. Ooh, yeah! Like Jesus seeing the fucking Flipping Matrix around. code and then flying and shit. 
because they, want... they, they hint that Jesus was a Neo in the original trilogy. Yeah, they sure do. <laughs> what I, I want, want is a um, I want the split version of the Matrix where you don't realize it's a Matrix movie. I think that would be really fun. Yeah. To do a do a, a haunted house well, movie I was, or I was, sci-fi. That's exactly a, what I was thinking of. Yeah. The haunted house uh, animatrix short. I was like, do that and then have the reveal at the end of the, the haunted house movie be that it's the fucking Matrix. Yeah, yeah. That I think that would be really cool. Mm-hmm. There's just so much they can do with it. And it's it. this does feel like it's all getting funneled through these boring-ass studios who are like, no, it has you to, have to It has to check stuff. their studio boxes, yeah. And ag- yeah. again, it's very... It that's this movie is about franchise culture, and it's so to a degree it is cynical, but there's also stuff about it that's not cynical, and and the fact that they managed to create what they did uh, within those constraints is yeah. is is honestly pretty impressive. Yeah, I think what we're circling though is that while it does try to break free from some of the tropes, for example, they don't completely reset everything. They say, no. Neo, what you did in the first movies did matter. Here's why. I don't think they did that enough. And I think the second half, had that gone completely off the rails, uh, in a, like had they broken out from the reboot format, mm-hmm. I think that would have earned the first half the meta stuff. A little bit about more, yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think that's what needed to happen, right? Is mm-hmm. they they're they're going on and on about how like ah oh, we got to do the same stuff again, and then they just do the same stuff again. Yes. Uh, and it's like, well, shit, <laughs> you did the same stuff. So what are you complaining about? Do something different at the end. They even do the ending shot. That's the same fucking shot. Uh, so and I, I well, think, the, and isn't isn't the end credit song a cover of the Rage Against the Machine song? that yeah probably i think it was yeah and so that's i think that's what was missing is where they it had to take like this drastic turn at some point and and go wild in a way that you don't expect uh it really is that the ending while there was a lot of good moments that we talked about it did yeah it it just felt like it was missing something it felt incomplete yeah it Uh, felt like it was getting us all primed to get back into the matrix and then it stopped right when it did that yeah and i get that's that's the intent they want to make they want to set up more matrix movies and they want to test the waters to see if we want more matrix movies which who knows i mean this movie didn't do as well as they would have hoped for i mean but there's a number of reasons why huge other pandemic you know huge new surge in 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 a new version of the virus the pandemic and then it was also simultaneously available on hbo max um so maybe that stuff will be taken into account maybe we will yet see more matrix movies i don't know i don't think warner brothers gets a hint about like they're making a third fantastic beast they're like really (laughs) force feeding us that movie man yeah so i think if they want to do if they want to do another matrix i don't think it matters how well this did but it is it's the spider-man thing where it's like by the time marvel got spider-man they're like and we're not going to show you his origin because you've seen it that's sort of like this whole neo trinity stuff um maybe it needed to like that like maybe the ending of this movie needed to be the halfway point you know uh or something like that like we 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 spend an entire movie getting to the ending of the first movie yes and it's like well we you know we need to advance a little faster because Mm -hmm. we already knew this the flying isn't a surprise you know Uh, the fact that trinity can do it was a surprise yeah but like you know what I mean, where mm-hmm. it's like it's it's not enough. 
it's like playing a video game again too where it's like i i want more i want this is the video game sequel so you got to give me more stuff more powers uh that is an element of it even if it's superficial it did feel like a little too much wheel spinning i hope there's a sequel for that reason uh because i really want to know what's going to happen next yeah same yeah um yeah so yeah a little small scale felt a little stretched out mm-hmm. um i get i think i get why people wouldn't like this movie but i enjoyed it yeah i've watched it twice oh neat yeah i'll probably watch I, it again i even like the stupid stuff because again yeah i think it starts from what we talked about which neither of us the matrix is sacred no so it's like oh little robots yeah let's get yeah, more of those give a shit yeah yeah they fist bumps a robot i don't care yeah fuck it yeah we're having fun we're in the matrix yeah, we're in the matrix baby <laughs> I did. Uh, I did think it was very funny when they showed us the statue of Morpheus that it looks nothing like Lawrence Fishburne. <laughs> yeah, like about you didn't even yeah. try. They could have had because he said he wasn't approached for this movie. Yeah, I. I guess neither was Hugo. Yeah, which is, uh, I guess it does in the plot. It makes, it makes sense, sense not to bring back Hugo Weaving. Yeah, I get. I mean, that, it makes sense. Not, it him. makes sense not to bring back Morpheus too because it's like sixty years in the future. He's fucking dead. Right. It, it, there's definitely that where they, yes, they could have made him old too, but maybe they were like, we don't need, like, maybe Niobe was, there was probably a version where that was Morpheus, you know? Maybe, yeah. And they were like, you know what? Let's just, Morpheus, like, the implication is Morpheus is part of a system. He is the one to free Neo. Um, and I don't, well, it's part I, of the I, sy- I guess that's part like, of the system that that Neo created for himself. I was about to say that yeah. the humans—that's a human system yeah. where it's yeah. He's like, yeah, you Mor- are Morpheus. Morpheus was not a program in the original trilogy. Yeah, but it's neat that he becomes one, yeah. and that he his programming is that. Uh, this is your. This is your. Well, it's it's a it's a nice mirror. Yeah, it's a nice purpose. mirror of. You know, since a lot of the Matrix is about free will and and uh, versus destiny, a lot of way to look at that is like, so like, what's the human version of programming? Belief, you know, sort of. Right. Like, there's yeah. so there's a parallel there that I thought was pretty interesting. Um, that is cool. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a there's there's a lot of there's 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 a, there's a lot of stuff. In there's here. a decent amount of subtext here, which of course there is. It's a Matrix movie, but yeah. What about when the Merovingian showed up? Holy fucking shit! Oh. I was going to ask you about that. Pro or anti? I love it. So pro. So pro. <laughs> he's so like pro. living like a rat man. He's a, just a he's maniac. Just like, he's a maniac. <laughs> talking about kids on their phones. I liked it. I, I did. I. Uh, it was over the top. Yes. Again, and I loved it's it. The, <laughs> yeah, it's the sort of thing that if I thought the Matrix was something sacred, I might be offended <laughs> his presence well no because the matrix was like yeah one of the the benefits of the matrix is that it's always been kind of stupid yeah like oh yeah it's it's never more apparent than any time when they do the cool slow-mo reveal of them jacking back into the matrix and everybody looks like a fucking dipshit yes with like tiny sunglasses and leather jackets like you all look like assholes they all look like (laughs) the worst people at a goth club yeah and like that's the they're all that is the reveal of the matrix that's always the reveal is they're all fucking nerds yeah and they're all Um, all just a bunch of toolboxes (laughs) yeah so like i love i love that scene where they all showed up in this one and they all look like assholes (laughs) and it's like like you chose it assholes (laughs) you could have picked any outfit and this is what you chose and it's it's i think 
that's a reflection of like gamer culture. Yeah. And tryhards. Like they're all tryhards. Yeah, they're that's all tryhards. Them... Yes. That yeah. was that was the idea of the original movie is that you know they were programmers and that's why they noticed the code, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, yeah. so they're all dressed like what fucking yeah just what tryhards would, would aspire to be after watching hackers a bunch in the 90s yes yeah exactly it's perfect that's it's it's again it it works within the plot yeah. of the movie that yeah. they would act be like that it's amazing so, and i love that the juxtaposition to zion where they're all dressed you know they're all dressed like they're, they're all, in a war zone yeah and they're all wearing uh, sweaters really they well. bought from the mall yeah because it is about the the matrix has always been about that idea of your online persona versus your real life and don't you want like people the desire to live digitally to be whatever you want to look however you want the desire second life the desire to look like your true self you you know it's all of that stuff and that's where the trans allegory comes from for sure uh to call yourself whatever you want Mm -hmm. that what the internet gave people in terms of their identity is is what it is a big part of what the matrix is about yeah and they don't they don't even explore it that much no it's just there Um, it's it's not a they don't make a big deal out of it or shove it in your face but the the subtext is there i would love to see a version where they're like where they're like dressing like dipshits one has a horse mask and like keeps uh right right. uh, there would be teabagging there keeps teabagging people right there would be one person who they would all walk in and everybody's a goth vampire and then just fucking robocop is there like one dude would look like robocop yeah i would be robocop i would be robocop yeah i'd be a ninja turtle i like i like you know yeah yeah it's weird that they're not. But yeah, like, I, I, yeah, it's, yeah, I don't know. It's it's funny that everybody has the same idea of what looks cool in the Matrix. Yeah, it's it's never not been hilarious to me. It is very funny. Um, <laughs> yeah, and the Merovingian in this was a yeah. ridiculous, unnecessary, and I did enjoy. Yeah, it's a great, him fucking great. ranting yeah. and being a fucking weirdo. I loved every second of it, and then he scampers off into the bushes, hopefully to return for the sequels. <laughs> God, I hope so. Yeah, he better. <laughs> what a hero! What a hero! Oh, uh, that's all. That's all I got to say about the Matrix. Yeah, man, I'm done. Resurrections. Yeah, I'm done too. I I think a uh, lot of fun. Yeah, I'm a lot f- of fun. I'm folks. for it. I'm for it. Yeah, I I I still want them to stray away from Neo and Trinity, but I think they did. Know. I think they did a good job of that. They did the thing that they you know in the in the original Matrix they kill off the entire crew except for Morpheus, Neo, and Trinity essentially. Yeah, in this version, they, uh, in this they keep version, them all alive. Yeah, they introduce a bunch of new characters and keep them all alive. <laughs> so. uh, yeah, and I like the characters. But you know what I mean, yeah. where it's like, I'd rather have an entire Matrix series without yeah, uh, I, th- the word Neo said at all. For sure. I did appreciate that they do kind of, you know, Neo, interestingly, is they find a way for him to be the audience surrogate again, you know, like our way into this world yet again. But also he kind of takes a back seat and it's not really the main character after a certain point right i it, it, it feel it felt like to me it, it the second half of this movie felt more like an ensemble um and while i and and as i even though i said like the second half of this movie kind of dropped off in terms of interest for me i did appreciate that it stuck with the other characters it introduced and didn't just kind of throw them away yeah for sure and they they note it they're like everybody yeah everybody died who has hung out with neo before yeah <laughs> um yeah yeah no that was good good yeah it was good it was yeah. fun all right matrix yeah that's a sode we've done it we did the matrix we did, it. we did the matrix we told you what the matrix is mm-hmm. 
Um, we broke the rule so of the Matrix, and that we broke the Matrix. That we rule, couldn't yeah. tell anybody about it, and had to show it to you. Well, listen, yeah, Keanu Reeves will be knocking on our doors. Yep, uh, to beat us up, and he can. Mm-hmm. Boy, can he! Listen, uh, he still knows kung fu. He does that line. Boy, <laughs> didn't need that line. I don't um, know. It was fine. <laughs> it's fine. Again, it's didn't fine. It. I don't give a it. shit. Yeah. Like at that point in the uh, movie, I was into it. Like I'm just, I'm, I'm vibing at that point. That's fair. Like that's happening simultaneously to the Merovingian. So if you're not vibing with the film at that yeah, point, that's then, true. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If that, yeah, if you're not at that point in the film, you can just shut it off if you're not. <laughs> yeah. Into it because it's not gonna get any better. No. Or or different rather. Nope. Um. Hey folks, thanks for listening. We have a Patreon. I want to tell you about Patreon.com/slash/GamefullyUnemployed. If you go on there, you can find exclusive podcasts like Tom and Jeff Watch Batman, Fox Mulder is a Maniac, Star Trek The Next Futurama, and Spielboys. Those are all there. $5 a month. You get access to all of them. If you want to kick in a little more money, we watch movies every Friday night with our patrons. There's other tiers as well to check out. So just go there. Go there and look-see. Yeah, check it out. Yeah. slap your peepers on that uh we also have a store at <laughs> gamefeelingemployed.com where you can find a link to our teespring store where we have a bunch of cool original artwork and designs you can get on t-shirts masks mugs stickers posters all kinds of stuff check that out check it out we should be we should start selling like cool glasses because you know they're going to come back mm-hmm. after this film like real tiny glasses hell yeah yeah mm. yeah like- fucking dracula glasses Every- man i just want to look like dracula in a synth band Mm-hmm. Hell oh, yeah! Oh my god! Mm. Dracula <laughs> oh. as 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 a as a touring member of New Order. Yeah. God damn it! What a bunch of fucking nerds in the Matrix. Yep, it's great. I love it. It's so dumb. <laughs> I wish every time they walked into a room, everybody, everybody just, just laughed started in laughing. the Matrix. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Because <laughs> right. yeah, like in a group of those people coming into the room, you assume they're LARPing, right, or like, they got that's... lost on their way to a costume party. Right. Yeah. Uh, but you wouldn't assume that uh, there would be no bigger than su- surprise than when those people start actually beating people up. Yeah. Like, that's the last thing I would expect people to look like that would do. Yeah. Like, I could see them, like, sitting on the floor and rolling dice. Like, I could see that. Yeah. I could see a bunch of nerd shit. Yeah, you see them but... shouting lightning bolt at each other. Lightning yeah, bolt! exactly. <laughs> oh, that's a video from the internet. It sure is, Dave. <laughs>